0: Hey Peter. Hey. You have your cold train stuff together? My cold train. I'm cold and I'm about to get on the train. Do you have your Peter Martin stuff together? I'm Peter and I'm Martin. I'm Red Up Ram. Let's do it.
1: I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you listen to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily music
0: advice coming at you. Coming at
1: you. Today's episode sponsored by Open Studio. Go to OpenStudioJazz.com. Check out our piano access pass. That's every piano course we make and will make when you buy the annual. You get
0: all the ones that we'll make this year, uh, which are going to be significant. I, I normally say you, you are prone to overpromising, as am I. Uh, but but uh, that's more of a pre promise. Everything that we're gonna make this year. You gotta trust us that we got some nice stuff in the pipeline, which we do. Yeah, when I say like yes and like enough stuff in the pipeline, that's an understatement. Yeah, this isn't sure. like a like this is like an anti layaway plan. Yeah. You you know anything about layaway plans? I, I do. That's that predates you, I think. No, I grew up in High Ridge and we had a Kmart. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh so
1: today Blue
0: Light special. <laughs> that's right.
1: So today we wanted to just uh, have some Coltrane moments. Yes. Uh I hear all the time, and I know you do too. Like the phrases, like "Oh, yeah, he's really got this uh, his Coltrane stuff going on," or, or "Here's where he plays his Herbie stuff." Yes, you know. And so we always think it's funny because, like, when you hear Herbie or Coltrane.
0: Or Wayne, yeah, you're like, oh, there's the Wayne stuff from Wayne. Oh, man, Wayne, <laughs> you know? I got to tell you, every time I hear him, I realize what a mastery he is of his Wayne stuff, He's, as was Coltrane of his
1: Coltrane, Coltrane stuff. Coltrane was so good at the Coltrane stuff. Well, so we picked seven tracks uh, today that I thought were good examples of Train playing his train stuff, yes. which is an odd situation to be in, but um it should be fun i don't know we'll, we'll see how it goes and, yes. and if you have any suggestions pete
0: as we're going down the list here just you know feel free to have shout you know them out. No, these are all good ones have you noticed that what i just did i made a little reference some of our uh, more mature uh audience as myself might have noticed mm-hmm. i was affirming what you were saying so far yes yes and you know what that's from what do you remember the side you remember a gentleman named johnny carson he used to have a Late night. Oh talk, yeah, Ed talk McMahon. Show. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. So I kind of spun it around on you. hi uh, Yeah. Uh, I
1: like it. Okay. Uh, I like it. Sorry, well, that was my Johnny Carson. <laughs> well, the thing is with
0: Coltrane, <laughs> this is this this should be a whole lot of yeses. Like you could literally have looked up the seven worst Coltrane tracks on, ever and put on. them on here, and I was going to say yes. Here's
1: my amazing car now. Ready?
0: You ready? <laughs> oh, we a love right. supreme, Crescent, and Live at the
1: Blackhawk. <laughs> All right, here we go. The first one is actually, this is from, uh, this isn't uh, John Coltrane recording. This is a uh, recording from the Miles Davis Quintet, the album Miles, uh, which is like uh, 1956. This is early Train. Yes. It's a great record. Yes. (laughs) And uh, this is Just Squeeze Me. And just when Train comes in here, just to reiterate, this is 1956. Uh, it's going to be hard to keep that in mind when he enters because he's. he's okay, I'm keeping it in mind. Already so. 1956. Get into a little right here. Just it's Red Garland, right? Yeah. Ooh, Philly Joe, Paul Chambers.
0: It's not bad. Ooh, Red Garland, master of the, of the, f- most appropriate fill. Yes. I would say he and
1: Hank. He's an Joe. a he's a maf. Most
0: appropriate fill.
1: He has the MVP of math. Well, I mean, he's on, he he has that red garland stuff down. He's really <laughs> shedded the red garland. Stuff.
2: Yeah.
1: Exactly. All right, they're just bopping here. Let's um, let's move along a little bit. Yeah, because that's sad. <laughs> oh no, it's
0: not sad. That's great. <laughs> Woo. in miles the solo.
2: We'll, we'll Fun fact: I'm it.
0: not a big fan of this prestige uh, Paul Chambers bass sound they got from a you sonic standpoint. I agree. It sounds you know? a little. A little artificial. A little MIDI,
1: like Yeah. These, and like
0: mid-rangey, I should say. Yeah. Which is, but I mean, he's just so darn great. It still sounds good. I mean. It's swinging. Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, blue tone. Is that legal? Johnny.
1: That's just Squeezed Me in 1956. Yeah.
0: He already um, had his cold train stuff. But I, yeah. I I see where you're going with this. You see where I'm going? Like you're going uh, on a lineage.
2: You're t- going
1: on a journey. We're, we're gonna take on a little journey. It's the harshness juxtaposed with Miles, and that's what's so brilliant actually about Miles with these bands yeah. is he knew that. Yes. He knew that when when Train comes in after him here, it's gonna be different. His beautiful harmon mute bopping. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. I mean, you could tell they are. Even a
0: young train was really shedding on his train stuff. He was, man. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and what a, uh, so this was 56, so he's like not even 30 or right around about to turn 30. Yeah, so. he's still in his 20s. Yeah. For sure. Okay, so next,
1: uh, this is, of course, from Giant Steps, and this is, uh, oh, man. just going to play it. This is that uh, that train stuff of waves of sound. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Sheets, sheets of sound. Sheets of sound. Sheets Sorry. of sound. Okay. Love it, too. This track is literally... The whole song is two, two minutes and 25 seconds long. Countdown. <laughs> if there's been a more impactful two minute and 25
0: second song... That was... Wait, that was Philly Joe, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. I was ooh, I blanked there for some. I was like, it's got to be Philly... So the way he... You know, you always hear different dimensions to these great recordings, and it's so fun to come back to them. Um, there, there's always another layer, which yeah. is amazing. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I never really totally realize this when train comes in he's he kind of comes in at a different tempo than philly joe's he's a, little he's a little behind him he's a little behind him but he resets yeah. it of course and like there's a little bit of that but like the confidence with which he goes ahead like because he knows his coltrane stuff
1: well <laughs> if this is but also it's so funny right now there's the coltrane changes that's what the, the changes that he put here on on uh uh what is what's the what's the tune there the, was the tune the miles recorded that this based off of the three two five ones in a row? tune up tune up yeah that's right uh he put Coltrane changes on it, quote unquote Coltrane yes. changes. But this is the first time anybody had ever done Coltrane yeah, changes exactly. like this. that's why
0: they waited like four courses before they came in. They're like, wait, hold up. We got to hear it. it. We yeah, got to hear is it. This?
2: Yeah, poor Tommy Flanagan.
0: But I mean, that's, I, I mean, of all the brilliant things on here, obviously, you know, running through those crazy changes. But that reset at the beginning, I'm equally impressed by that kind of note. I, I, had you noticed that before? That time when he comes in? You know what? I've, I, this, this is happened in a few of the the moments
1: researching for this podcast of like he is not like as he's not like a Brecker precise Mm -hmm. with uh, almost anywhere in his solos he can kind of he doesn't go off I think you're saying Brecker had his Coltrane stuff more together than Coltrane (laughs) in (laughs) some ways no but I think that's what was part of his sound was even in in tone so I mean obviously the tone is so huge but in time and pitch there was there were relativities that I think we overlook
0: but I don't know I, I wonder is it yeah Maybe, but, but i think intentionally
1: I don't, yeah I, I don't think it was I'm, like but
0: i'm wondering and i might be projecting if he didn't hear the tempo the where he wanted to hear it even not that he wasn't listening to philly joe but like he heard it the way he wanted right when he came in yeah and was like i care about the you know it's like you're walking with somebody and you know you can't keep up instead of like trying to trip them up or try to pull them back you're just like there's a way that you can do it where you just bam reset right i don't know all right let's well let's it's our podcast we could listen to it again <laughs> yeah It's my podcast. I can play it again if I want to.
1: First of all, this intro, too.
0: It's Yep, They both went right in there, though. But you're
1: right. It wasn't until that second phrase that he really started like, you know, they were like locked in. Yeah. All right. What do you know about this one? So this is another one of those, it's, 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 it's a Coltrane signature, the way he plays these ballads. You know what I mean? Yeah. This great beauty, this amazingly soulful tone, this realness to everything that he plays. It's not just a chops fest all the time. And it's not just uh, just about you know messing with a form or the changes or anything like that. It's a real lyrical beauty that he, he brings to everything. Yeah, uh, that's Duke Ellington at the piano, right? It is, that's from Duke Ellington yeah. and John Coltrane There's a, I mean, that whole album is terrific But uh, the way he phrases that melody so so cleanly Yeah, it's, and it's I'm just beautiful. looking
0: back I made a grave error I had to, because was, was when we, we listened to that and Just jumping back to the previous Countdown mm-hmm. There was something about that I was like, wait, yeah. I'm not sure if that's Philly Joe Jones It's R. Taylor I just looked it up I'm looking at the album cover, my friend That would be uh, R. Taylor on drums The great A.T., And so I apologize for introducing, but I mean, obviously, you know, contemporaries, but very much influenced by. But that makes sense now. Yeah, it does make sense. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Okay.
1: Next is from Live at the Village Vanguard, 1961.
0: Now we're talking. Yeah. Oh come on.
1: That's kind of swinging. Yeah. Just chasing the train you know this is another one there's a bunch of recordings where you could just hear train glow over the blues just yeah. for minutes and minutes and minutes yeah each chorus better than the next uh. those little half tones that he yeah, does yeah, yeah. you know the, the saxophone thing saxophonists let us know what those are technically called i'm not even sure what those are called they have a name though so much thematic development so swinging yeah man uh go to our our spotify uh account uh, open studio we'll link here too to this Spotify playlist but you can check out all these tracks on our playlist we're gonna
0: call this one seven uh tracks where Coltrane sounded I-ite Aight. I-ite alright our next Exam- Wait, let me just mention one thing about that the live I, and I again another thing I didn't notice hadn't listening to this in a while that record record captures the vanguard sound I know right Man, it sounds it so just- well like that that's why to me that is the best sounding room to record or for listen sure. to jazz now listen to the piano and the drums again now that's a bass sound right there. That is a great yeah. bass sound. Big shout out to Prestige, but it's his impulse here. I mean, it's just like it's like you're either standing in the middle of the stage, you're standing back by the bar, you're in the middle of the stage, it. Doesn't matter. Those, those drums
1: so sound like the Vanguard.
0: I remember. Uh, uh, being down at the Vanguard and and being in the in the presence of the great Lou Donaldson what? and him uh oh, oh man yeah. telling stories about Coltrane playing what? at at the Vanguard and you know all the young cats we are all like you know crowded around him like he's you know he's the master that he is and he's telling these stories and he's like yeah Col- i think somebody was like man what was that like here in Coltrane and we forget like Lou Donaldson was a contemporary of Coltrane yeah. it's like he of course admired him like we do but not in the way that we do where where we lionize him and stuff he was like yeah Coltrane see actually Coltrane was a nerd he didn't really have no friends he he just practiced all day that's why he sounded good but he soloed too long yeah he sounded good but he didn't know when to stop and you know for <laughs> exactly. us we want to hear that all night but he's like no nah, i was there i had to sit there and is someone
1: to it. just interviewed Lou Donaldson, while we still got him, you know yes, what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Like we need to just I get know. we need to get him on the podcast. We do. We might need to start a. a I want a Lou Donaldson button of just like get out of here with that. <laughs> well, the thing, like I told you, like the, the, every time I'm around him, I actually heard that he heard that we were possibly doing his voice occasionally, and that you no. know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but he me, didn't, yeah, me and Mark Whitfield, Mark Whitfield but he yeah. didn't really like he was real slick about sort of he's like yeah I heard something about y'all like he didn't want to come out so that made us even more scared about it Uh, but he had great great stories about the Vanguard at the Vanguard awesome
1: All right, here's Coltrane playing another Coltraneism. this is Crescent from Crescent and this is his uh, very unique and beautiful way that this entire quartet actually could play a rubato McCoy is a superstar in this stuff
2: man
0: man, the way they roll into these cords, man, organic, it's like a, it's like a whole foods produce aisle up in there. Oh, so okay. Dang. <laughs> cage-free arpeggios and <laughs> cage-free arpeggios. That's a good, that's a good pull-out quote for this one. I can't stop. I'm yeah. to
1: wait until the time comes in.
0: man this kind of like oh man it's one of the most graceful entrances to swing ever it's just and then he was able to procure the services of a gentleman who had mastered his mccoy stuff on the piano <laughs> yeah this piano none is... other than mccoy time yeah he really <laughs> has this stuff together but I mean the way they go from just totally open, kind of cued, you yeah. know, you imagine Coltrane. Yeah, you know, you can kind see of that, yeah. but I mean but I mean Elvin man, Elvin's really cueing that like with his roles and the way yeah. he goes into that. There's no doubt where that stuff is. But happening. there's no like, come on, right together, guys. I mean it's just like I mean the way they're they're feeling the beat and like you think that there's no beat there but it is is absolutely a beat there it's just out of time yep. you know the, but it's phrasing they're feeling the phrases and then when they go to that next section it's a lot of people think it's all out of time until it starts swinging yeah. but there's they're actually in a ballad tempo there a very loose ballad tempo and you look at a lot of folks later on down the road you know Keith Jarrett trio comes to mind maybe yeah. some chick Corea different um, ECM stuff later on Where that I really think that A big part of that Originated in this kind of playing With this quartet I've never thought about that That very loose Free yeah. Not out of time But not like strict Like like on Coltrane plays ballads Or Coltrane with Duke Ellington Which you played earlier So you think there is Some kind of loose pulse happening Yeah maybe play it back a little bit I'll show you I, I, I've always heard it like that I used to listen to this record a lot um, So obviously here This is all open Maybe jump ahead a little bit Like once they start, even here, for
1: sure. Yeah, it's of there. Sure. It. One, two. P.M.'s conductor right can't see it. Four
0: and saxophone. <laughs> no, that's true, two, man. Three. And mallets so, on the drums. So cool. Floor time. Yes. Yeah. You know, but because, and really, Elvin, man, the master orchestrator. I mean, can for we sure. can we say enough about Elvin Jones and 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 his the power of his drumming, but the power of his orchestration he could do of that quartet was just yeah. stunning. And just, stunning.
1: The, you know, how much of his Elvin stuff he had to get yeah. there was crazy. I mean, I
0: saw a chart one time that Coltrane made for Elvin on this stuff and it was like open sections and then it said like quotes, Elvin stuff. And then it was like <laughs> Elvin stuff. Like that's how he was able to get him to do that. It's awesome. Elvin-esque. Well, how many times have we written that on charts? Elvin-esque, Elvin-esque oh for, the, goodness, for the drum yeah. part. Can you do like an, an Elvin, happen- Elvin thing? It never yeah. quite happens though. It doesn't
1: really happen like it happens yeah. in your head when <laughs> Elvin's
0: playing
2: with you.
1: Uh, so that's uh six of them. We have one more, but uh, before we go out, do check out
0: openstudiojazz.com. And we got a bonus, I put a bonus, so we're actually gonna oh, go gotta, one, oh, two, well, three, four. So let's go oh, ahead and give it all right. Hold on, so let's do number seven. Our yeah. number seven here is I was is, excited about number seven, so is uh, hold on, let me resolution, let me... right? From that's right, that's not the bonus, is it? No, no, it's not the bonus, yeah, resolution from uh, a love supreme. Also, notice a love, Supreme. All right, so this mm, is six. Sorry, this is six. My bad. That's my bad. I don't
2: want it.
0: Oh, yeah, you still got that.
1: Oh. Power. This one's about power. Oh. I love the way they fall into that temple too. Come on.
0: One more time. You see, I always thought that this is in time, too. A lot of people think this is a free solo. I hear a pulse. There is. And, like, there's a little dance between Elvin and... You can hear the tempo once again. Yeah, between Elvin and Train, the way they established the temple. And the way he just like
1: hammers this melody oh. as they get into it and just lets... I think that's something this era had that is can get lost a little bit as we listen back, but that hammering the melody over and over again, letting the band, letting the rhythm section yeah. color the melody each time over and over again,
0: it's so cool, man. But there, there's like a power, obviously finesse, but I mean all the musical stuff we we take for gra- we don't take for granted, but that's assumed here. I'm high level of musicality from all this whole quartet interplay, listening of course, yeah. all the the usual stuff we talk about, but there's a real kind of evocative political um, sound to what they are playing, what they're unifying on, not in an overt, I mean, they were overt in some of the, certainly some of the the titles and stuff, but I mean, you hear it just like there was a lyric. I hear it from that, that time, the 60s, you know, the strife in the United States, and like, um, I, I think Train—I'd like to nominate Train for mayor of Swingville and mayor of Musicville, okay? Sure. Can I get a second on that? Yes, I second that. <laughs> I mean, just, you know, what, what the, the amount of just humanity and, uh, and and everything else he was able to channel into his horn. And then so I love the way you put this together in terms of, like, with Miles on the Just Squeeze Me, but then here, this is really coming full circle— with the quartet and, and you know He went beyond it But you heard that spirit And that the, uh, That that Coltrane Coltrane I mean we're joking About his Coltrane stuff But that's really What his Coltrane stuff Is about That power
1: One more from me This is just I just put this on here Because it's like My favorite track Of anything he's mm-hmm. done This is uh, from Coltrane sound Night has a thousand eyes oh. I love McCoy's playing
0: On this yeah. too Young McCoy All this is young McCoy
2: Steve Davis on bass
1: But I think of this as like in that in that lineage of like his version of body and soul, you know yeah. what I mean? Like when you take a standard, that's from the same record, I think. It? I think it is, yeah. yeah but make it make Coltrane it his same. own um, without putting Coltrane changes, quote unquote, on there. Uh, I just love that track so much. Again, go to our our Spotify account, click the link below to check out this playlist and add it to your. Uh, Spotify if you're on Spotify you know, We've had some requests for some different platforms We might get into that actually Yeah
0: well, we were talking about LPs Maybe doing a delivery system via LP LP Club That's yep. going to be hard But yep. you know Remember the old Columbia House records oh. What do you know about that More cassettes and then CDs than anything But um, free until you that bill came then, Yeah <laughs> automatically generated um, all all right, right. Those are good, man. Those, those are all great. All these records, I remember holding the LPs at one time. Man. Young Peter was holding some of these LPs and uh, as he consumed the content. Yeah. All right. We're going out on your bonus. This is Mr. Day from Coltrane Plays the Blues. Yeah. Okay. So this is a record that um, people are sleeping on this one. Have you
2: noticed that? Though? I have noticed yeah. that.
0: This is such a great, I, I don't know if it was not available for a while. This is from the Atlantic period, kind of the late yeah. Atlantic period. Um, and I just think it's one of his, man. What's not to like? You got the Come blues, on, man. This is killing. Train? G-flat. What do you know about a little G-flat blues? I
1: know. It's hard. Well, you'll hear it.